Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It is, it is D-Day, Tuesday, March 14th, and CPI came out. Everything's in line. Do not worry. It's a non-story. You have nothing to worry about CPI. What do you have to worry about? Banks exploding. <laughs> um, the, I, I, got a, I got a lot of notes about this stuff. So um, uh, one thing that I do want to bring up, though, is that it was so busy with Silicon Valley Bank yesterday. I, didn't, I don't think I brought this up. Merck is this week's weekly stock pick. MRK. Um, my personal opinion on Merck is that I think it pulled back enough that I think this week could be good. The algorithm, the four-hour algorithm does not have you in. Uh, It does not have you in. It's crossing the 200-day right there. You're on the way down. The 65-minute algorithm doesn't have you in either. So if you bought in yesterday, probably not the best because I think yesterday it traded. It opened at 104.47. You're at about 105 right now. It's hugging that 200-day. I think if you get it below 106, you're perfectly fine, honestly. I, I think if you're playing this one, 106 is good. As long as uh, healthcare continues to go up, you should be fine. It's just had a crazy run. You're coming off a couple of, you know, 125% win here. So, but uh, Merck is the, the weekly stock pick. Now, let's talk about SPY. Yesterday morning was absolutely nuts. In the four-hour algorithm, you still haven't, the MACD hasn't crossed up. The morning candle, so it's from 9.30 till 12.30, uh, or 9.30 till 1, 9.30 till 1. Uh, that's what this morning candle is. 1.21% on SPY. That is a huge candle, enormous candle. Uh, you opened at 381, your high was 390, your low was 380. So you were more towards the upside than the down. It was a green candle, but then you got to the afternoon candle. You opened at 386. Uh, your low was 385. Your high was 389. You closed at 385. So it got a red candle. Your RSI is at 30. This market is oversold. So today you're going to see a bounce. Um, uh, the, the SPY is up 1.14% in pre-market. Uh, you are going to see a bounce. We're hearing more about the safety of banks. Bank of America, back over 30. Citigroup, up over 46. Uh, Wells Fargo, up over 40. First Republic is up 50%. Crazy, crazy day. Now, what did I say yesterday? DPST, I thought this was your best way to play it. Well, if you got in yesterday, you got in somewhere between $6 and $9. That essentially was the trading range yesterday. Um, $6, maybe, you know, in the afternoon, you got up to ten fifteen. Uh, this morning you're up 25%. You're at ten sixty five. So you closed yesterday at eight forty eight is where you closed. Probably not a great buy on the 65 minute algorithm. If you played, um, uh, DPST on the 65 minute, you're still not in. 
there is an enormous gap between 1048 and 1271. I think we're heading back to fill that gap. I think the banks are fairly safe. Essentially what's happening is the government is going to backstop a lot, all of the deposits. They're going to make the depositors whole. They're going to make sure that the banks still run. They're still looking for a buyer, but they want to make sure if the banks do fail and, and this bank actually is taken over, uh, then essentially the shareholders and the bondholders will be wiped out. The rest of everybody, meaning the depositors and everybody that has loans with banks or um, uh, anything to do with that, they will be made whole. So they're, they're looking out for, quote unquote, the little guy, even though those little guys are enormous guys in this case. Um, but your banks, today's trade, DPST in my mind, completely, complete year trade. Another trade today that I, I don't think it's too late to get into is Schwab. Schwab, you're going to have an issue with Schwab's earnings. No doubt in my mind, you're going to have an issue with Schwab's earnings. Uh, Schwab, when I got up this morning, uh, was about $56 per share, $55 per share. It's almost 60. If you get it, get it under 60. That would be my play. If you get it at, at 61, at 62, I still think you're fine. Here is the chart of Schwab, and this is on a four hour algorithm. Now, yesterday's morning candle uh, was only a 0.62% period. Uh, yeah, I'm on a four hour. So it was only 0.62. Yesterday's afternoon, 0.17. This should not be trading way down here. This should be trading at about 75. Uh, I think it's a long-term play. I don't think this is an absolute, hey, overnight it's going to uh, continue to go up. You could go back down towards $50. The, the problem is how they're going to be uh, valued. And so they put out some statements, read up uh, on Schwab. You can read up all about it. They've, they've got all of the stuff on Finviz. Um, it's PE is 14. Uh, it is kind of high. Year to date, it's down 37%. One year, it's down 34%. Um, they are, the, the average target price, by the way, is $90. March 13th, Citigroup. Uh, they moved them from neutral to buy with a $75 price target. You're trading at 60. It's 59 and change. Read up all of this stuff. You should absolutely 100% read that. Uh, the last buys were from the CEO. This was about $7 million worth. He bought at an average price of about $68. Just to give you an idea. And that was April of last year. So what's changed in a year? The economy, they got to pay more, uh, more uh, interest. So their, their, their margins are going to get squeezed. That's essentially what's happened. It's called net interest margin. Uh, but Schwab, Ron Barron, who is a famous Tesla uh, investor, uh, he called up Becky Quick and, and yesterday and said, hey, I am buying Schwab uh, like there's no tomorrow. Uh, it's now a top 40 holding in his hedge fund. Uh, so Josh Brown, yesterday, he bought Schwab. He bought it under 50. So he said he didn't know if it was a long-term play. He said, listen, if I'm up 10, 10% in a day, he goes, I may trade it. Um, he didn't necessarily care about you know, holding on for the long term. He was very clear. He wasn't sure exactly what it was. But I would say Schwab is a buy. Another one that I would say is still a buy, and, and I continue to think it's a buy, Bank of America. This is, if you got it under 30, kudos. I think it's a $35 stock. 
I think when the banking system comes back, this is a $35 stock. Your RSI is at 14. I also think Goldman Sachs. This is in our core portfolio. Okay, Goldman Sachs. Sorry, I had to make noises. Uh, Four-hour algorithm. You're still in this. No, I'm sorry. It got you out. It got you out. But down here at 316, remember we talked about book value? Um, Bank of America's book value is $30.27. Just buy it under there. Goldman Sachs book value is $304. Goldman Sachs, you're fine buying it at 316. Will it go down to 304 in pre-market? It's at 324. It's up 2.64%. The only bank I will not buy. Well, by the way, uh, your boy here owns Wells Fargo as well. Uh, Wells Fargo under 40. It's at $40.52 in pre-market. It's up 5%. Get it at 40 bucks. This is a $50, $50 bank. Uh, let's see what Wells Fargo's book value is. Wells Fargo book value is 42. Get it under 42. The only bank I will not buy. And it might be one of the bigger winners. Um, just unfortunately, is J.P. Morgan. Uh, the only reason I won't buy J.P. Morgan is a moral dilemma that I have. They were heavily involved with Jeffrey Epstein, uh, and it has been shown that management there had full knowledge of what Epstein was up to, uh, even participated in some of the, uh, the, the disgusting stuff that Epstein did. Um, uh, it's questionable whether Jamie Dimon knew about it, but I can't imagine he didn't know about it. So, uh, you know, that, that's the only bank that I'd say for me, probably not something I want to get involved with. They're up 2%. It's at 134. The other reason I, I, I probably wouldn't do it, they're banking up against 52-week highs. Um, you're at 131. Their 52-week high is 144. Uh, their PE is 10. It's expensive. Their uh, book value is $89 and you're paying $131. I, I just think it's a Jim Cramer hype play and I think it's too high. <clears throat> I do think that they are too big to fail and that's a good one to get into. Uh, but for, for my purposes, I will not. FRC is the big, big winner today. It is up 55%. Uh, I still think, here's the chart. You can see it just fell off a cliff. I mean, just absolutely fell off a cliff. Yesterday's morning candle was 12% range. You opened at 26, your low was 17, your high was 34. Imagine getting this bank at $17 yesterday. Uh, yes, the FDIC had to step in. Yes, they had to get some liquidity. They look like they're fine. Are they going back up to 122? Probably not anytime soon. But if you're in it for the long term and you think that regional banks will stay, probably you're fine. Again, the, 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 the government doesn't want the banking system to fail. They don't want, and, and let's be clear, they do not want the big banks winning in this. They don't want a, you, you as a consumer to only have a choice of four banks. They want these regional banks to stay. They want them to basically become uh, you know, their own entity and stay their own entity. First Republic has some issues. Uh, they had a run. Uh, everybody was getting out of the bank. This particular one didn't have enough liquidity. They got the liquidity. They should be fine. Uh, right now you're at 49. You closed at 31. 49 is up here. Just by the way, when it does open up, it's going to open up here. So in my mind, I think you're going to fill this gap up here at 74 to 113. 
So if you buy it f- 49, under 50, I think you're fine with this one. Um, Uber yesterday. And remember, on days where it feels uncomfortable, uncomfortable to buy, that's when you should buy. Uh, Uber yesterday dipped under 30. Your boy didn't get it. I didn't have it, an order in. So yesterday, um, it did dip down in the morning candle. The morning candle was only 0.23%. It got down to 29.97. The RSI is at 28. It doesn't look like it's getting under 30. It is up 7% in pre-market. 7% to 33. I think I missed it. I think I missed it. Uh, a, um, a proxy fight is on with Carl Icahn. Uh, there's a pretty good uh, documentary on Do- Carl Icahn on HBO Max if you want to watch it. Uh, Illumina. And you can see yesterday it just popped. I mean, it just popped. It was down March 10th uh, at 194. Yesterday, you're at 232, 234. Uh, ironically, the 4-hour algorithm has a buy-in here at 232. Uh, your uh, price right now is 229. I bring it up just because there's a proxy fight. It could go higher. This is one where if we look at a weekly from a long term, it has just dogged. I mean, it has absolutely dogged. This is one that hasn't necessarily come back um, at all. The October lows, if you look at the October lows, let's go back to the October lows. Uh, this one was actually up in October. Uh, I think healthcare went up in October. But this is one that was at do, 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 uh, around 250, and you're at 225. It's below its 200-day. Carl Icahn gets in here. Uh, if he can extra- extract value out of this, you're probably back up here at 323. So I bring it up because it did have a, a cross-up on a four-hour algorithm at two. Let's run the, um, the algorithm a little bit. Mm, do, 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 uh, 232. <clears throat> so 232, I wanted to bring that one up. Zim, I think I talked about Zim yesterday. Good earnings. Uh, it's fallen off a cliff since then. Uh, it had a nice little pop yesterday. You had a 4% candle in the morning, um, but it's kind of fallen down. Um, do your, your research on this one. This one is one that is a shipper. It, it only has a $2.59 billion market cap. It is marine shipping. Uh, its PE is 0.43. Their forward PE, they're looking to actually lose money, uh, 88.39. Um, uh, not lose money, but it, it's expected to actually uh, lose revenues. That's why the forward PE is so high. Uh, like I said, shipping, in my mind, is a trade just because the, the top five shipper, I think it, one of the guys from the Dutch uh, was on CNBC and he said, yeah, we're going back to regular prices. You can see from last year, uh, this was where uh, Zim was up at $53 stock. If we just look at a weekly on this one um, and we go back to, do, 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 I don't know that, yeah, there's no more data on this one. If we go back to where it started in January 2021, um, this was a $13 stock. So, you know, you're, you're up, you're back down to where you were in March of 2021. And then essentially the shippers, got this huge run up and you're just back to where you were. So I, I would probably trade it again. The last earnings were 344 per share. Uh, the back when it was trading around here, it was 349 per share. You can see the inc- incredible dividend 
the incredible earnings per share just coming back down to reality. So I think, I think you've just hit reality there. Um, but if you want to trade it, it's absolutely a good trade. Boyle, natural gas went crazy um, uh, yesterday. And Boyle, uh, we got out with a 13% gain here on the four hour. And this is uh, March 9th. You're not back in. The, the MACD is just kind of hovering around here. You can see the MACD. This is a four hour. So it's just kind of hovering. It's probably going to cross up if we continue up. In pre-market, it's down 1.21%. Like I said, when we do long-term trends of boil, it is down in the $2 range. Um, it is not something that is going up. When you look at the 65-minute algorithm and we look at boil, um, let's see. It has you in at nine, uh, I'm sorry, $5.70 and you're trading at $5.73. So $5.70 on this candle is where it actually, and, and that's just yes, uh, yesterday's last candle, $5.70. So if you want to trade boil, absolutely do it. Uh, energy is getting beaten down. Uh, make no mistake, this market with energy is saying we absolutely are heading into a recession. Devon in particular has just been a slide. Devon under 50, it's at 49.20. It is down 1.5%. You're heading into your ex-dividend date of today. So you could sell it and you'd still have the dividend um, at market open. Uh, Don't sell it in pre-market. But it's just lost all of its its mojo. If we go in and we look at um, a weekly of Devon, you can clearly see pre-pandemic, there's a $25 stock. Now, they absolutely have done a better job of making sure that they have uh, higher quality profits, that they're, they're basically sharing their, um, their dividend better than prior to the pandemic, but it's a $25 stock. You are well above your 200-day, but you're still in a positive direction. You're just moving down. So I'm dollar cost averaging this. I, uh, I identified it as a long-term purchase. I said anything below 60, I think you can buy. I continue to say that. This MACD is just falling down. It's not one that I would start a position in today, but if you wanted to dollar cost average in my mind, I think you buy a little bit more like I do. Uh, so I wanted to bring that one up as well. Uh, Uvixi, the VIX went absolutely nuts yesterday. Um, Uvixi, in pre-market, it is down 10%. Uh, so SVIXI is your play. But look at that. I mean, look at that uh, MACD. Right there. Now, uh, this one had you in at 457. You're trading at 633. Uh, on March 13th, yesterday, you got all the way. Oh, this is the 65 minute algorithm. I mean, th- that's probably the one that you want to trade um, uh, Uvixi on anyway. But yeah, it got you in. I think we talked about this yesterday morning. Uh, 457 was where it got you in. But the candles are like 12% on a 65 minute period on Uvixi. It's crazy what it went through yesterday. Now, SVIXI is your play because the market in my mind is just leveling out. SVIXI on the 65 minute, um, it does not have a buy-in yet. It probably will here very soon. I think on the morning candle, you'll probably get it. You could pull back up to 64, 65. You could see in pre-market, you're at 60. You're up 3%. So SVIXI is up 3%. Uh, I think you could probably pull to this 200 day at 64. So you're looking at a pretty good gain if you wanted to play that one. Uh, I wanted to show you a chart of MGK. 
MGK versus the S&P 500 year to date. So it's not a very long time, just a couple of months, but year to date MGK, which is Vanguard's mega cap growth. And you can look at what's in it, but I just wanted to show you against um, the S&P. Mega cap growth includes like, you know, probably Apple and Amazon and Google, things of that sort. Um, year to date, the S&P is up 0.83%. Uh, mega cap growth is up 9%, 8.69. And, and you've got an upward trend here. So 310 to 313. So in my mind, I think you've got an opportunity if you want to get that MGK. If we go back and look, we look at MGK, um, which I would say is not a trade. This is one that if you want, at, um, you know, you think growth is going to outperform value. You think growth is the way to go because it, it just has gotten beaten down too much. We're going to pause um, uh, interest rates, which will help growth. This is the one that you want, mega cap growth. And, and right now, the algorithm, the four-hour algorithm doesn't have you in. You're bouncing off of the 200-day. Uh, but you can see all of last year, this is in a negative trend and you've just started to swing positive. This is one that um, back here uh, in, let's go back to January of 2022, where it was at its highs. Uh, it was at 260 and you're 185. So if you think this is the, the again, if you're buying here at 185, you're not trading this one. The, 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 you're only going up to 260 or so. This is a buy and hold for a long-term trade. This is a long-term investment. But I wanted to show you just year to date, it's, it's greatly outpacing um, the, the S&P. Uh, the, there is a, uh, <clears throat> I think, a 60% chance that there is no rate hike uh, next week from the Fed. Um, there is a 40% chance that they do 0.25. Uh, I think those are about the numbers, but the, the question is, do they keep their uh, foot on the gas pedal, even with the banking system, quote unquote, breaking, uh, or do they say, you know what, we're going to pause if they pause this market's just absolutely going to, to just explode. Um, FYI, uh, Buffett all last week bought more oxy and about 60 bucks. I think he knows that, that your boy is, uh, saying, um, Hey, March 3rd bought 143 million. March 6th, bought 103 million. Uh, March uh, 7th, bought 107 million last week. So he's still buying at 60 bucks. Uh, he still finds it, you know, beneficial to buy this company at that price long-term. Remember, he doesn't, his Taiwan Semi uh, was just unusual that he got in for one quarter. This one he's buying for the long-term, Oxy. Um. There, I looked, I did a scan uh, with the 65 minute and I can share the scan with anybody that wants me, that has TrendSpider, just ask me in the private Facebook group that you want the scan for the 65 minute. It will basically look up a group. So I, I particularly wanted it to look up the group of levered ETFs that are currently in a buy in the 65 minute scan window. And so if, if I look at that, I posted it in the, the chat on... Um, on YouTube, T-A-R-K. This is one that's currently in a buy. Uh, from 53.16, you're at 54.97. You're up at 58.38. T-A-R-K is a uh, two times A-R-K-K. So it's two times. Huge, 
huge move in TRARK. FAZ, which is the, uh, the bear of the, uh, the financial sector. This one will get beaten down. It is down 10%. But you got in here at about 16, 17, 14 is where it got you in. You're up at 2403. Huge move. Now, in pre-market, you're opening up at 21. But again, FAZ, you're up above the eight day, so it's going to hold you in there. I would absolutely sell that one if you're in it. SDS, this is the ultra short S&P. Um, this is just one that got you in at 45.65. It's a loser. Don't, don't short the S&P right now. This just got you in because it just crossed the eight day. It's just kind of floundering around there. Um, uh, DRV. We talk about the real estate. This is the real estate bear. Uh, I don't know that I'd necessarily get in on this one. It's down 3%. I think this is just f uh, floundering around the eight day. I, I think the momentum has changed in the market. And I think DRN would be your play. DRN on the 65 minute is not a buy yet. DRN is not a buy. It just got you out with a loss. DRN is not a buy. It is the real estate bull. It is a three-time lever. Uh, Uvixi got you in on the, uh, it, it's currently an in, uh, but it's probably going to get you out. Uh, it's just, it's moved up too far too fast. If you're in on this one, I would absolutely get out. SRTY, which is ultra short, the Russell 2000. Uh, this one has you in from 4403 right here, and you're at 5408. Great, great trade. Uh, SQQQ. Has you in, probably will get you out very soon. But it has you in here at $40.19. It's going to be a loser at $38.76. I sold this around $40 on Friday. Um, I, I'm not holding any of these levered ETFs. SMDD, which is ultra short the, uh, the mid cap 400. Uh, mid caps are, are not doing very well. <laughs> They're not making money. So they're, they're just not, you know, this one got you in at March 6th at 1775. You're at uh, 22, 2265. In pre-market, you're down at 21, down 7%. Uh, SPXU, short the S&P 2000. Again, I think the direction has changed. I think getting you in here, this is just a sucker's buy. I think we're, we're heading, uh, this is a short, ultra pro short S&P 500. I would do UPXU. Uh, I think it's UPXU. Uh, no, I guess it's not UPSU. Uh, SPXD. XPSU. Uh, I forget what. XPSS. There it is. SPXS is the opposite. SPXS. Doesn't have it. Ironically, it just got you in uh, with the candle because it just opened up at 2179. 2179. So SPXS. This is the bear three times. Uh, SDAO which is the uh, Ultra Pro Short Dow 30. Um, this one got you in at 27.68. You're at 29. Sell it for your 10% gain. Now, as far as the 65-minute uh, algorithm in our core portfolio, MRNA, Moderna, is currently a buy. Uh, just in the 65-minute. It got you in at 145. It's trading at 149. So it got you in there. Eh, it's a hype play. I wouldn't expect too much hype from them it's outside the earnings period roblox is in at 4130 you're trading at 4230 right now uh snowflake is the next one 
this one got you in. This one's had some pretty good moves of recently. In 65 minutes, seems to take advantage of it. 136, and you're trading at 139. Again, I think any there's a gap up here between 147 and 155. I think you could absolutely get up there in a good market. Uh, and the final one that it has you in on the 65 minute is Tesla. Tesla is up 2% today. This one got you in at 174.45, um, 176.45, I'm sorry. And you're at 179. It's up 2% today. So Tesla has you in on that one. As far as the four-hour scans that I traditionally do that indicate a bullish run may be happening, um, the first one uh, on a four-hour is Amazon. And these are the traditional scans that I'm going over. But Amazon is one. Uh, the market just opened up, by the way. Amazon, 92.41. You're at 93.26. You're up 1%. I think anything around the lower 90s on this one, I think you're fine. If you can get it in on the, at the 80s, do it. But I think anything in the lower 90s, high 80s, you're perfectly fine buying this one for the long term. Uh, Mara, which is our lovely Mara. Uh, Marathon, Digital Holdings. This is a crypto mining company. $6.72 it got you in it on yesterday's candle. Uh, it is trading at $7.60. It is up 13% today. This one could be going on another run. The algorithm loses you 57% on this one, mind you. but. If you bought and held, you lost 82%. Again, the algorithm outperforms even though it's losing. Your average win on this, average win, is 41%. The problem is you only win 24% of the time. So just a quarter of the time, one out of four. Could this be that one out of four where you win an average win of 42? Who knows? If crypto is flying, yeah, this one's going to go flying. There's no real catalyst. This is just basically a volume play. You can see the spike in volume. Uh, I think, you know, again, I, I think this is a $10 stock in its, in its good day. And I think it's going to use this 200. It's above the 200 day. So the question is, where's the resistance level? Well, if we pull back here to the last time, and I'm going to try and use the volume, August is where we use the volume. People aren't holding this one. I mean, they're just not holding it here. If it breaks above $8.50 today, I think you could see it go to $11, $10.50, let's say. So, but Mara crossed up. Another one that crossed up has to do with uh, crypto is GBTC. GBTC is trading up 14%. This one, it's a secondary cross up. It got you in 11 here on March 7th, and you're at $12.67. So it is up 7%, 1348 it's up big. I mean, GBTC is, is one that just goes. Uh, one, if you want less volatility and just, hey, we're going to make money on packaged goods, Procter & Gamble. PG, I have this in my Weeble $1,000 portfolio. By the way, if you don't, join me on Weeble. You can trade. I just have $1,000. It's a small account, so I'm, I'm restricted pattern day trader. I can't do more than four a week, I think is what it is. I don't. Um, I don't typically trade in this one. I buy the weekly stock picks. I do some other stuff. I have some Apple in there, but I have some Procter & Gamble too because I think Webull gave me a Procter & Gamble. They'll give you four stocks if you just sign up. Use the link below. Um, but PG, cross up at 138.14. You're trading at 137.46. The algorithm makes you 6%, whereas the actual um, stock makes you 7%. Your average win on this is only 6.89. It's not a huge volatile stock. 
Now, from a, a, a fundamental standpoint, P&G, they have a, a PE of 24, a 2.64% dividend. Year to date, they're down 8%. Um, again, it's because the problem, the, the assum- assumption is that they're going to buy off-brand names at the supermarket. And so consumer defensive, household goods, they're just going to buy cheaper products. Um, these guys, March 3rd, JP Morgan upgraded them, neutral to overweight, $155 price target. You're trading at 138. Your 52 your week low is 122. You're 13% off that. Your 52 week high is 164. You're 16% off that. The average price target is 155. So this is one that you just buy and hold. It's just like Coke. I mean, I like Coke better. Coke is probably a better option, but Procter and Gamble, it's just one there. And the last one that we have a cross-up on, I talked about with the proxy, uh, is Illumina. Uh, I-L-M-N. 233, this one is up at 227. 232.62 was the actual buy-in. It'll probably settle down here. I think if you could get this around 220, I think you get in. Uh, This one, the algorithm loses you 58%, whereas the the actual uh, stock loses you 43%. Your average win is 8%. This is just one where the algorithm, it is so volatile, the algorithm just doesn't do a great job. Honest to God. But it had a cross-up, So and, and Carl Icahn said he's getting in. And proxy battles are always good for, um, for folks. Now, uh, sponsorship, visible. I have no idea where you people are clicking. Uh, I have two phone numbers. And uh, my old number, I have the cap of uh, 12 people. Uh, who have signed up, uh, and for some reason, I think there was, let me see who, who, who signed up yesterday. Let's see. I'll go into visible and look. Um, but I you click the link below. There is a link tree. Go to the link tree, uh, and you can uh, to sign up there. Uh, I, unfortunately, what happens with visible, because they're a sponsor, when I get to 12 people that are referred, I, even though your, your referral um, I just don't get credit for it because it just kind of goes into the bank. Kimberly, uh, thank you, Kimberly, for signing up. I really appreciate it. Tell me where you got the link from because it says I, I earned the credit yesterday, um, but I, I hope that everybody's coming in through the link tree. I have a feeling that maybe my link got out somewhere out there that's a little more, more popular. But if you're paying any more than $30 per month for your phone bill, just switch to visible with the link in the link tree or the link down below, one or the other. a month, you're on the Verizon network. Uh, Visible is owned by Verizon. They say you get deprioritized. I've literally sat next to Verizon customers who are paying $75, $90, $120 per month for their phone service. And I get the same exact service as they do. Uh, I was in a stadium last year. I got the same exact service with somebody who was paying $80 a month to Verizon for their plus plan or something. Literally, I got the same thing. So if you, if you click down below, you can see a link, sign up, get visible service. Second thing is Webull. Uh, click down below, you get free stocks. There's a Webull account. Join me on $1,000. I'm, I'm donating whatever I make. At the end of the year, I'll donate to charity. Uh, right now, I am at, let's see, I will give you an update. I am not doing very well. Uh, I am at $1,083. So I'm up 8.3%. I don't consider that very well because just a couple of weeks ago, I was at $1,200. So I've not been managing this one very well, uh, but 8%, you can't, you can't argue with that. Let's see. I'll tell you what my uh, actual core portfolio, which is in uh, Fidelity, 
which I have listed in um, uh, in uh, TrendSpider, which is the next sponsor that I'll go over. But my core portfolio, uh, let's see, come on. Oh, an unknown error has occurred. Why is that? Um, let's see. Is it going to, the, the app just may be screwing up on me, I think. There we go. Um, dude, I should be playing the Jeopardy music as we speak. Uh, oh man. Yeah. Balance data not available. So either, either I lost all my money. Maybe, maybe you have to, I have to start a GoFundMe because Fidelity is telling me I got no money in here. It's the app. I, I'm not a huge fan of Fidelity's app. Um, Fidelity's app has always been kind of hit or miss for me. Yeah. And unknown error has occurred. So they're having problems with the app. Um, but, uh, I think I was up like 18% or something like that. 12%, um, somewhere in that neighborhood. But, uh, next one, TrendSpider. If you are interested in the charts that I show, sign up for TrendSpider. Uh, that's the screen that you see. Uh, I have, uh, watch lists, uh, core investments, uh, energy names, levered ETFs, low cost Vanguard, spider sectors. I have all of that in uh, TrendSpider. So yeah, Brandon says Fidelity's not working for him either. Yeah, F Fidelity, go to Weeble. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they're having problems. They always have problems. Maybe they're getting taken over by the FDIC. Go to Schwab. Let's see where Schwab is. Let's see. Um, but yeah, TrendSpider, sign up with the link below. Use code DSP25 and you get 25% off. Schwab is at 56 so I, again, I think you can get this one at 50s, anywhere in the 50s. I think you can buy this one. And I think long term, you'll be fine. Uh, right now, if we look at the 65 minute algorithm on Schwab, since it's opened up and we have one candle this morning. Um, yeah, the 65 minute doesn't even have you in. The MACD is about to cross up. The RSI is quickly moving up. It's at 38. Uh, it was down at 20 on yesterday's morning candles. So it, it, it's, it's quickly moving up. You can see the volume in this one is just enormous. Bank of America back under 30 at 29.50. So it looks like the markets, while they're up, have been taking a step back um, and just a little less euphoric, if you will. Um, but the other uh, sponsor that I want to say, and I told my boss Travis last night, I said, hey, I don't know if anything's going to come out of this, but go to idshop.com. Uh, if your company can use bad services, if your company can use paper, if your company can use printers, just go to idshop.com. That's the company I work for. So uh, yeah, give them a little love. Because you know what? It ain't like you guys tipping me. Remember, I always used to ask for tips. I don't ask for tips. I want you guys to visit the sponsors. I want you guys to get a service out of this. But if you make money in this market, if you're trading DPST and you've made a killing, say you put $1,000 into a DPST and all of a sudden you're up, what? Let's look at it right now. DPST. This is on the four hour. Uh, because there was no other uh, podcast that I know of that was saying, hey, buy DPST. I think I was the only one. I took a lot of hate on Twitter for that one. What are you telling people to buy that one for? Well, it's going to come back up. So I, I said that on Sunday when the, the rescue plan uh, came out. I said, DPST is going to be your play. Watch. It's up 23% today. If you got in at the low yesterday, the low was $6.96. So if you got in at 7, you're up 30% today. 
Uh, well, no, I'm sorry. They're up almost 50%. What am I talking about? Well, here, if a bartender gives you a $10 drink, you give him a, what, dollar tip? I'm tipping him 10%. Your boy here, if you got a $1,000 gain, you can give me 100 bucks, 10% tip, I'll take it. But only do that if you made money. Do not tip me just for a, a tip on a stock. Do not tip me for a tip on a stock. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, do not tip me on the losses because your boy will lose your money as well. As you've seen in Devon, you know, buy at 59, it's at 49. So, okay, I've gone on for 10 minutes, but again, sponsors, Visible, uh, TrendSpider, um, ID Shop, and Weeble. I think those are the four things that, that in my mind you can do. I, I would not be afraid of the banks. I would not be afraid of these banks. If you're seeing like First Republic, uh, right now, First Republic is trading at 46.18. Um, today's candle, the 65 minute, the high is $50.97. I think if you can get this under 50, I think you're doing okay. It started to cover this gap up to 78. Uh, I think if you can get this in the 30s, even better. But do not be afraid of these banks. I don't believe, you know, you're, you're risking money. So do not throw rent money in on this. This is money. This is grocery money, as Sherry always says. This is grocery money that you're throwing at this stuff. There is a chance that this goes to zero. Uh, look, uh, Silicon Valley Bank shareholders are at zero. If for some reason, the, 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 the uh, Fed, the FDIC, is going to take over FRC and Frontier Bank, uh, first, U, first Federal. If they're going to take it over, it goes to zero. Make no mistake, the Biden administration doesn't want shareholders to actually benefit in this. They want the government to benefit in this. So they will take it over. That is the danger of that one. But if, if you're putting your money in Bank of America, they ain't going to take over Bank of America and wipe out shareholders of Bank of America. They ain't going to take out the, the shareholders of Goldman Sachs. Uh, you might go down, you know, 10, 15%, have your stop losses set. But understand, those ones that are too big to fail, you can absolutely put some money in there. Google is up at 94. Your boy said get it at 90. I bought it at 99. So, you know, I lost myself some money. But it's a long-term buy. Uh, Disney is at 93. I bought it like 112. So, you know, get in on these, some of these stocks. Uh, it, it, it definitely, definitely is time to start looking at some of this stuff. Uh, I don't know that we're going into a deeper recession. The, the fear, if you made it to 42 minutes and you listen to all of my sponsorships, then you're going to want to listen to this. Chat GPT suggested that March 15th, tomorrow, is the biggest stop, uh, stock market crash. So if you're buying today, which I am, just be, remember, it isn't rent money. It is grocery money. Because chat GPT, they might be right. It's artificial intelligence. It's way smarter than we are. I mean, it's much smarter than I am, isn't it? It absolutely should be. So just realize tomorrow is when chat GPT said that the market will crash. Might have been a couple of days late. I mean, just based on Goldman Sachs here. If you bought it at 350 uh, back on March 9th, I mean, God, you're at 323. Ooh, you lost 10%. Uh, big deal. You'll make it back. It'll come back. Might take 10 years, but it'll come back. 
Let's look at the core portfolio real quick because I'm seeing a lot of green. Boeing up 2%. Bank of America up 3%. Cleveland Cliffs up 3%. Uh, Costco up 1%. Google up 2%. Goldman Sachs up 2%. Meta up 6% because they're cutting their, their costs. Meta at 192. This one's going crazy. Meta, <laughs> they're, they're printing money. They are going to have the quarter of all quarters. Trust me. It's going to be crazy. But Meta, 6%. Uh, Moderna up 1%, Microsoft up 1%, NVIDIA up 3% at 238, NVIDIA is up to 238, Oxy over 60, Pandw up uh, 1%, QCLN up 3%, Qualcomm up 2%, Roblox up 4%, Shopify, which I said at 40, buy Shopify at 40, it's up 5% at 44, Snowflake up 1%. Simon Property Group up 2%. Tesla up 4% at 181. I still don't think you buy Tesla there. I think we're coming down. Uber up 8%. Should have gotten it at 30. I'd be up 10% right now. Um, VOO up 1.65%. So if I could see my Fidelity account, I'm sure I'm making out bank. Exxon up 1%. I mean, Devin is just a broken stock right now. Ugh. But yeah, uh, I've gone on enough. You guys have listened enough. I thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting the sponsors. Um, I am going on YouTube now. I will bug those guys. They'll have to listen to me for a while. Have a great day. Oh, no podcast Thursday and Friday. Your boy is going hiking up in uh, the Smokies. I think along the Appalachian Trail in Virginia and North Carolina. So for two days, I am out of pocket. But I may pop every now and then on the, uh, the, de- the, the Facebook group and Twitter. Who knows where I'll be. But Okay, see ya.